Welcome back to Off-Road Inroads and what feels like an extra episode for the 2023 season. The racing is finished and you likely thought that we were done with recording for the season. Uh, I know I did. But we're back with what feels like an important conversation to share. If you listen to episode 11 of season 2 this season, you know we were traveling to Whitehorse Yukon to race Marathon National Championships. Well, throughout that week, we spent time with the cycling community of Whitehorse and made a film sharing that experience. On today's show, we have a conversation with filmmaker Nicole McFadden, the person behind Fast and Slow, presented by Stan Snowtubes. With this conversation, we get to know Nicole, her background, and the whole process and experience of making this film. The film's out on December 12th. Uh, It's a Tuesday, and it'll be available on the Stan's YouTube channel. So depending on when this gets released, uh, it's likely already available. I will share the link on my social media. Before we get into the conversation, though, I just wanted to say thank you to a lot of people who were involved in this film. First off, Jeff, president of Cycling Yukon, who not only helped bring the you know, cross-country marathon national champs to the north, but also gave us an incredible amount of his time leading up to the race. To Colin uh, for again giving us a huge amount of his time and support to help make this film. To Hudson, uh, coach in the Yukon, for having us out to his team's final training session of the season, and for all his athletes for being involved and being game to be involved. To the trail building crew for having us out, and again, being game to be involved in this film. To the events team at Cycling Canada, for helping make this event happen after a few years off and running a super smooth race on the day. To Drew, our team manager at Maxis Factory Racing for the support, uh, getting us to is- this race throughout the whole season and you know the team support of this, this film. And to Stan's new- No Tubes for the support to make this happen. To Nicole for working closely with us on the planning and development for being great to work with throughout the filming process and putting together a solid final product. And finally, to the whole Whitehorse community for making Haley, Drew, Nicole, and myself feel so welcome. We went there for a bike race and we truly left feeling like we had a group of friends in the community. We can't wait to get back there and yeah, it's really only a matter of time. Okay, uh, that's enough. Here's the conversation with Nicole. Now we'll catch up with you at the end of the show. Nicole, welcome to Off-Road Inroads. Uh, you just finished fast and slow. It's all done. You've crossed the finish line. Uh, how does it feel? It feels great, honestly. Um, I mean, it feels great. At the same time, it was a lot of fun kind of going back through the footage and reliving our trip. Um, but it's good to yeah, just have it going to be out there pretty soon. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Launch day is coming up. And yeah, it was a, definitely a long, not a short journey to get get here. We, um, yeah, we started the planning back in June, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think so. Before that. So yeah, it's been a long road, but yeah, I really enjoyed the film. I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. It's it's awesome. I'm, I'm excited that we get to share it with everyone soon. Um, 
But yeah, before we get too deep talking about the film and Whitehorse and all of that, I just wanted to, yeah, give everyone an opportunity to get to know you a little bit. Um, I guess first off, uh, we should mention that we know each other because we're family. Um, you're married to Haley's brother, Tavis. Uh, so yeah, that's how we know each other. <laughs> Does that make you my brother-in-law? I don't actually know. I don't actually know. Brother-in-law, in-law. Yeah, I, I see. I don't actually know, but I mean, I consider you family and yeah. Um, same, same here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what what do you do? What do you do for work? What are your interests? And how did all those kind of things um, intersect for you to be working on this um, bike event, bike community, bike racing film with stands and Maxis Factory Racing? Yeah. Um, so my regular job, I guess I'll call it that, or my full-time job is I work as a video producer for Parks Canada. Um, so my main focus there is producing video content related to science and conservation work that happens at parks. So that's a lot of fun. I get to talk about just like ecology, biology, climate change, like all of these things that, um, you know, Parks Canada kind of works on behind the scenes. So I love that. That's my full-time gig. Um, I do some shooting for them during the summers. I do some editing during the winters, but for the most part, my like main position is as a producer, it's basically like being a project manager for these videos that we produce. Um, so yeah, that's what I do normally. And then as far as like biking goes, my exposure to the Viking world has mostly been through um, my partner, Tavis, Haley's brother. I would still consider myself, honestly, like a, a beginner in the bikes, biking scene. Um, but I continue to be uh, become more and more sort of um, interested or like, I don't know what to call it, like it's um encompassing more and more of my life as we go here so it sneaks yeah. up on you it does sneak up it's on tricky. you pretty quick <laughs> yeah so i guess yeah that's my that's me that yeah that's, that's the long and short of it <laughs> that's awesome um yeah it's interesting to hear just about your role and you know with parks canada you're mostly producing, but on this project, you got to do everything. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about mm -hmm. that later. So yeah, uh, you've been to a few bike events so far as a participant. Mm -hmm. um, you've been to Raspatitsa once or yes. twice? Twice now. And we'll be the third time this fall or this spring coming up. Cool. And you're going to do the full pull. I think so. Yeah. I think we're signed up. I think it's 90 kilometers that Ooh. we're signed up for. So looking forward to that. I've got to spend some time on the trainer this winter, I think. Yeah. That's in preparation. Be, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that That's going to be gnarly. The, uh, that time of year, that location that they're holding that race, it's going to be wild. I know. We've um, The last two years that we've done it, we've actually been pretty lucky with the weather. And this year they've moved it up one week. 
I think in hopes that the weather <laughs> will be more gnarly. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then also this past summer, you you actually kind of joined us on one of our racing trips in Victoria, uh, mm -hmm. BC. Probably, you know, you guys used to live there. So part, part like a visit back. But yeah, BWR Canada, which was, it was no joke. Even, you know, you did the like the wafer version, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Still no joke. No joke. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was like a big step for me, but I loved it. The mix of like single track and road and gravel and all of those things was intriguing to me. So definitely enjoyed BWR. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So um, back to this project, we started planning and talking about it about six months ago. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of work behind the scenes, mostly by you. I was so, you know, I was, I was approached by our team manager, Drew, to, um, you know, put together a few concepts for different projects that we would be able to pitch to some of our sponsors. And it was a pretty sort of daunting process to take on on my own. So I like, I was really happy to have your help with it. Um, but yeah, like, tell me a little bit about, you know, how that all, like, I guess the process to go from that idea stage to maybe, maybe to the point that we get to, um, you know, uh, board that flight to go to Whitehorse. Yeah. Um, so I think we first started talking about this idea. I think we were out climbing okay. me, you and Tavis and Haley one yeah, weekend. Yeah. And, and I remember you were kind of talking about white horse and, and the race and how it'd be really cool to, to make something while we're there, just because the location is really cool. Um, and you had heard some things just about the biking community out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like it was you who first pitched the idea of like, like, let's kind of try and capture the essence of the white horse community and like meet, see if we can create a story around that. Um, and then, yeah, as we started, sorry to interrupt you, I think basically we were just talking about it and I think you just offered to help. <laughs> I think, which was awesome. Um, um, you know, like I said, definitely a daunting thing. I, uh, I'm good at racing my bike. I'm not really good at producing a movie or like a film and all that stuff. So, so yeah. Whenever it, I hear a good video idea, I can't help myself. Yeah, totally. I just got to jump in there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, after that, like, I think we then talked about like, it would be fun to work on something like this together. And then you pitched the idea, we kind of like had some back and forth about what it should be about what the focus should be on. Um, and eventually, I think you pitched the idea to Drew and we found out maybe in, I don't know if it was like June or July that it was going to be a go at the end of August. It was probably late. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably late. But by that point, we had kind of like flushed out a bit of the story and what it was going to be. Um, and yeah, I mean, for me on my end, the process was basically doing a bunch of online research just about 
White Horse. Um, there's been a couple films made in the past about uh, the biking community there and the area surrounding, specifically Single Track to Success. I definitely um, looked to that film for a bit of inspiration and just a bit of background info. Um, not that Car Cross is, is in White Horse. It's a ways away, but just to try and get a sense of um, what the community was like or the biking community, I guess. Um, so yeah, did as much research online as I could. Um, and then also tried to make sure that we were weaving in, um, a bit of time to kind of tell your and Haley's story as well at the same time as you kind of explored and discovered white horse yourselves. So yeah, the, we pitched the concept and Stan said yes. And Drew said yes. And after that, not too long after that, we were on a plane to Whitehorse. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, pretty tight timeline from, you know, the go to, uh, yeah, to like that race. And yeah, I remember being especially like thankful that you were involved just because I'm I'm in the thick of my season at that point. Like um, mm -hmm. I'm also going there to try to perform. It's It's a national championship. You don't get to do that that often. So. Yeah, to have totally. your help with the whole thing was amazing. And um, yeah, just how you worked with us on the ground was also good because, yeah, both Haley and I were, um, you know, had an asterisk beside that race. We wanted to perform well. And uh, it was definitely a, um, you know, we were taking on something extra by yeah. by doing this project. So. Yeah. I should mention as well, um, it also in the lead up to that and in, in the planning, um, Colin and Jeff, who are two of the race organizers, they were super, super helpful. Um, I think, Andrew, you connected me with them and we had a phone conversation to start uh, just about, you know, the possibilities and who might be um, good to talk to once we got there, who, who we could possibly interview um, and they also gave us a bit of background on on the race and how it came to be. Um, so, yeah, they were huge helps in in connecting us with the people that we needed to to talk to once we once we got there on the ground. Totally. Yeah. Colin and Jeff were amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess one more thing just to, uh, you know, pull this back into your full time uh, gig how how does this kind of process differ compared with what you're doing producing um, films for Parks Canada? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, I think the process in itself is quite similar. Um, Parks Canada being a government agency, there's definitely a lot of like approvals and different levels of like, um, bureaucracy that are involved um, in the planning of a video for parts, which is good, all warranted. But with this, it was a little bit more free flowing, which is it's nice to have a bit more creative freedom, I guess. You had all the um, creative freedom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it differed in that way. Um, the other thing is like, I really loved getting to like in the planning process, what was exciting for me um, and slightly different from my regular job 
um, I got to tell a bit more of a personal story rather than like we at parks, it's amazing. I get to tell all of these stories about conservation work and, um, and projects that happen at our parks and places. But with this project, um, it was more of a personal story about you and Haley, uh, about the people in Whitehorse. Um, and that's my favorite thing to do, I think is kind of talk is kind of like get to the bottom of, uh, people in a place and kind of, um, yeah, I don't know, get to tell, I like talking about people and, and helping them tell their own stories. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah the, the community piece in Whitehorse was amazing and you really had it sh- shine through in the film, which, um, yeah, we, you know, obviously you're passionate about it and, and it shows, um, <laughs> Yeah. What, what do you think your favorite part of the, the whole process is like, you know, if we're splitting it up into, you know, uh, producing, planning, filming, editing, what, what's, Mm -hmm. what's the piece that like really drives you? Do you think? There's things that I love about all three, um, with the producing and like the planning, like the the brainstorming process is so fun. Like when you're at the start of a project, there's so many possibilities. Like it's fun to just kind of let your mind wander. Um, so I love that part. The filming itself, I would say is probably my favorite. Like my, I think I said this to you guys at one point on the trip, but my favorite thing in in the world is to like, is to capture people while they're in flow and while they're doing something that they love. And I really like to be able to kind of just like fade into the background with my camera and capture that as it's happening. Um, so that's like filming is probably probably my favorite part. Um, but I love it all. So like the production part, the filming, and then with the editing, um, you know, it's it's kind of a grind for me. I don't know if it is for every film producer. Sometimes it's a grind to like, it's easy for me. It's easy for me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Totally simple. (laughs) Um, It's like, I find editing to be the hardest part because then you've like captured all this content and it's like, okay, now how do I go about telling the story? It feels to me kind of like when I'm sitting at my computer, it's like uh, the best way that I can describe it is it feels like my brain is pushing. This is such a weird <laughs> analogy, but I'm like pushing molasses through a syringe. It's like <laughs> we're going, but it's like it's like a hard push and it's going pretty slow. Yeah. And eventually we get there. Um, but once that happens and I get to share what's been created with people and like share that excitement, um, that's the best part. So I do love editing, too. I love I love all the stages. There's something that I love about all the stages. So it's, but, th- that grind sounds like, uh, you know, training for an endurance event. It's like yeah. <laughs> Some similarities, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, so that's really funny. The thing you said about flow, this was sort of a leading question because what I wanted to say next was it was actually really cool to get to observe you working on this project. And, you know, it's, you say, you said that, you enjoy people, you know, um, filming people when they're in their zone or when they're in flow doing what they're good at. 
Um, and I could definitely see that. Like when you were getting the shots, you were definitely in that zone. And it's also, I've been thinking about this. It's, it's a really, it's a, it's a really special thing. I think when you can get to observe, um, particularly family, I guess, or friends and family doing, doing their job and what they're really good at. I get this sense like when I watch my my oldest brother's a hel- helicopter pilot, and when I get to see him work, it's actually incredible because it's like a really cool job. He's extremely good at it, and all that. And it's like you know, there's like a bit of pride there. And I definitely felt a little bit of that, like watching you do your thing. And it's it's different because not everyone's job is public, like mine and Haley's. Like. It, like we do our we are we do our job in public and every everyone gets to see it all the time but we don't get to see other people do their jobs all the time so so that was really cool but um well i thought the same about watching you and haley so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mutual <laughs> um but yeah i mean that that you know obviously you're passionate about it cuz you were like super keen to get up early to get your shots like get up late you probably got to get that good light yeah you pushed <laughs> You probably pushed us or like at least tried to push us harder than we were probably like um, wanting to. But um, I just get too excited sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I just wanted to say that was cool to see. Um, yeah. So traveling to Whist- uh, Whitehorse, Whitehorse, Yukon. And for those that don't know, White Whitehorse, Yukon. Uh, the Yukon is a territory um, in the Canadian North, in the northwestern corner of the country, right next to Alaska. Um, so that's that's where we raced uh, Canadian National Mountain Bike Marathon National National <laughs> Champs. I don't know. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it's a long it's a long title the longest national title you can get um but yeah so when we for Haley and I that was our first time going to the north but it wasn't yours um yeah can you tell us about other experience you experiences you've had in the Canadian north um sure so with my job at parks I've been pretty privileged to be able to um, travel around Canada. We've got Parks Canada places all over the country. So I have been, that was my first time to the Yukon. So that was, um, that was awesome. I've been lucky enough to travel to Nunavut a couple times. Um, once to kind of the southern end of, of Baffin Island, um, to Ayutuk National Park. Um, and then also this spring, I traveled to the, um, north end of Baffin Island to the flow edge, um, and to a couple parks, Canada places. Okay. There. So the north end of Baffin Island, just to give listeners an idea of like where this is, what was the, what was the process to get there? Oh gosh, let me even remember. Um, where did we stop? So I think um, there is actually. So I'm based in Sherbrooke, Quebec. Uh, so I had I traveled to Ottawa by train, I believe, 
Um, and because there are, um, so there's actually direct flights from Ottawa to Iqaluit. Yeah. Um, so we flew to Iqaluit. I, How long a flight I is I, that? I feel like it, I could butcher this, but I think it's about like five hours or so. Really? Maybe six. I think. That's I insane. This. Five hours seems like a lot, but four i feel okay like no 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 three it's or four three hours 10 minutes three hours okay that yeah. makes sense that makes yeah, sense. yeah that's that's more accurate but so the flight hour, three hours straight north is insane straight north yeah and then once you're in ecaluit um if you're lucky i think you can get a same day flight uh but otherwise for us we had to stay overnight in ecaluit and then the next day we caught a flight um to um in the case of the northern end of Baffin Island, we were flying to Pond Inlet this spring. So, And was that like an hour flight or something like that? I think it was about like maybe an hour, okay. an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, getting to um, Whitehorse is a little bit easier. You just have to fly all the way across Canada and then two hours north. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... What, uh, it was your first time in the Yukon. Um, you've, you've been to other bike events before you, you're kind of, you're involved in, in the bike community. Um, what were your kind of impressions of the, of the bike community in Whitehorse? I loved it. Everyone was so kind and so welcoming. I, I know that you guys felt the same. But it was like immediately upon landing, we were, um, yeah, like welcomed with open arms. Everyone was happy to be receiving uh, visitors from all over the place and just like super stoked to share their trails and share uh, what they have going on in Whitehorse with other people. Um, So... That was like my biggest takeaway was just like how kind everyone was and how willing to sort of donate their time to making sure that we had a good time. Um, That was really cool. Um, And then as far as the race goes, like, I mean, also just a very, very much like a local feel like by the time. So we arrived a week early um, just to kind of like get the lay of the land and and do some of our shooting beforehand. but like within the span of just a week, like from the point of arriving to eventually the race being towards the end of the week, it was like, it was like, I, you know, everywhere you look, it was like, you knew someone or you saw someone who you'd met like previously in the week and everyone saying hi and like knew who we were, like, which, which is mind blowing to me. I don't know. It was, it's just like a small, such a small community feel. It's, um, just yeah, very warm and and welcoming for sure. Tell us, I guess at this point, um, we've talked a lot about your background. Um, I guess some of the process of of putting this film together. Tell us about the tell us about the film. Like, what's what's it about? Yes, great question. Um, it is about so. It's about Whitehorse and it's about the race and it's about, um, like we've talked about, the bike community there. Um, but it's also about 
you and Haley and kind of the lead up to the race um, and kind of, yeah, what it's like to be a couple who does this like crazy job together where you travel and race and do all of these things kind of as a, as a team. Um, so that was my, that was my hope going into this was that it would be about the race. It would give people a sense of what it's like to, to ride your bike in Whitehorse. But my hope was also that people get to know you and Haley a little bit more and kind of gain some insight into, um, into your lives and into, yeah, your personalities and who you are as people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you, I think you nailed it. I think you did it in a way that's, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, the, the, the different themes of, of the film were well-balanced and it wasn't too much Haley and Lesbie. Um, I felt like it was like pretty chill. It was sort of the experience through our eyes a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I felt like you did a really good job on that. Thanks. Well, I'm glad that you think that. And that was my goal was to, to help people see the place through your eyes for sure. And I also wanted the, the, like I said to you, uh, previously, like the tone of the, the video, I, I, I wanted it to kind of be reflective of kind of your, your guys vibe, which is also very chill. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you nailed it. Um, so do you see yourself doing more projects like this in the future? Like, is this something you, you know, you're finished, you just finished this. Uh, are you like never again? Or is it like more and more? <laughs> no, definitely not never again. It was, the experience was amazing. Um, absolutely. I would say that I, I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like it's, um, it's, yeah. Like I said, it's just so fun to, to get to watch you guys do your jobs and, and kind of follow you as you live this like unique, totally unique lifestyle and kind of give people a behind the scenes peek. I, I love my full-time job. I love what I do normally, but this is a, just like a, a very nice sort of creative uh, break for me where I can kind of just like stretch that creative muscle and, and do something that, um, kind of gets your gets your heart rate up and gets you excited so i would do it again for sure (laughs) that's awesome um coming so like you know coming from you know your full-time jobs with parks canada do you feel like you were able to approach this in maybe a like a fresh way you know you know there is like a lot of homogeneous content that comes out you know if you're you're working within the bike industry. It's, you know, there's, um, so yeah. Like, do you feel like you had an advantage to bring some, like some fresh eyes on, on, on this kind of storytelling? Maybe. I mean, I hope so. I think like, um, I would say I do consume like a decent amount of, uh, like bike industry content. And I do, I I mean, not not as much as someone who is not like a, a beginner in the bike scene, I guess, but 
Um, I do think that like my care for telling the story of like the competitiveness of the race or like trying to make it um, super like, I don't know, build suspense, like intense. intense, this intensity was, it's like not, ne- it's not my style. And it's not the aspect of, of the racing and, and biking that I care about. Like I said, my interest is certainly, um, it's way more about telling stories about people and, and, um, yeah, giving people kind of like a behind the scenes look into like what goes into the lead up to a race. Like that's far more interesting to me than the race itself. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that to me brings a fresh perspective. There's definitely some carryover from my work at parks for sure, like telling stories about community and place. Like that is something that comes up often um, in my regular work. But um, yeah, I hope that I I hope that I brought a a bit of a fresh perspective for sure, and like. I hope that um, it can be kind of content that even if you're not necessarily uh, like a diehard uh, bike bike person, biker, um, that yeah. you can enjoy it anyway and, and find value in it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll resonate with a lot of different people for, for different reasons. And uh, yeah. Um, okay. So... Uh, if you're listening right now, uh, this is your cue to go watch the film. It will be on the uh, Stan's YouTube channel. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, and how do how do listeners um, follow what what you're doing? Um, obviously, yeah, yeah. How do they follow you, Nicole? Uh, sure. So I guess the the best way would be through Instagram. So. I guess I'm giving a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> that that's fine. You have a beautiful you have a beautiful Instagram. Oh, thank you. Right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, my Instagram handle is Nicole at Nicole McFads. Um. M C F A D D S. So, yeah, follow me there. <laughs> yeah, and you share. You sort of you tend to share some of your like professional work on there too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a mixture, right? Yeah. It's a mixture of, of work and, and life and a lot of dog content too. So yeah, if you like dogs, a lot of, Bo- <laughs> a lot of Bodie, the dog yeah. content. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay. Awesome. Nicole, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Yeah, hope we get to work on a project like this again together in the future. Me too. Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to Nicole for the time to have the conversation and yeah, for being a pleasure to work with on Fast and Slow. The film's available on the Stan's No Tubes YouTube channel. Uh, Like I said, it's available from December 12th. I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll also share it on my social media. This is likely the last episode of Off-Road Inroads for the season, so... Yeah, thank you so much for listening all season long. And yeah, we'll be back next year for sure. Uh, thanks to Maxis for the support of this podcast. Definitely couldn't do it without you. Uh, thanks to Bill for editing this episode and all the episodes all year long. 
And yeah, that's it. I hope you enjoy your winter. I hope you enjoy your off season.、Uh, and we'll catch you again in the future. Thank you. Bye.